The following segment is from The Look Ahead on the SB Nation NFL Show, where we're discussing your favorite team. Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL Show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. All right, that is the warm and fuzzy portion of the show, RJ. That is officially over now because we have to get to what is going on in San Francisco with Debo Samuel and the 49ers. And that's going to dovetail into a larger point about the offseason as a whole that we have. But let's start with what's happening in San Francisco. If you've been living Mm. under a rock and you're unaware, Debo Samuel has officially requested a trade from the 49ers. Now, why he's requesting a trade, we don't really know. I don't really buy the official reasons that are out there. And I can get into that if you want, RJ. Reportedly, It's not just about money. It's also about usage. Uh, Obviously, Samuel was used a lot as a running back in the last 11 games of the season last year. That, as we know, is a physical pounding. It shortens careers. It's obviously not something you'd want to do if you were a wide receiver, especially because running backs get paid a hell of a lot less than a wide receiver. So you want your career to go on longer so you can get that bag. I have plenty to say on this, RJ, but I want your perspective as a total outsider. You're not even involved in the NFC West at all. So what's your view of the situation? So I don't subscribe to the Debo only had one good year take. He's trash. Let him walk. However, I do think it's notable that there's only one real, you know, sort of year of stop production. That's just like a relevant data point to consider in the overall package. I think when you look at if... You know, this offseason, we've seen a handful of wide receiver trades. We've seen, I think the elite ones are Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. I think maybe two or three notches below that is Amari Cooper. I think another notch below that is Robert Woods and Devontae Parker. Um, I think Debo falls somewhere between the tiers uh, that that belong to Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill and Amari Cooper. Like, I think he's in between, um, you know, that, that range. I don't know that I believe he's one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Um, I understand that he was on pace for an incredible season as just a wide receiver before the season you know, sort of necessitated him being utilized in that way. But a huge selling point to his athleticism is that particular level of utilization. That's being blunt. And I totally understand him not wanting to be used that way. I would advocate for that. I think that's really smart of Debo, but it's just kind of this rock and hard play situation. I think ultimately... The, the takers out there like, oh, running, wide receiver's the new running back, like never pay a wide receiver, blah, blah. I don't know that I feel that way necessarily, but I don't feel like the Raiders or the Dolphins won their trades. In fact, I think they overwhelmingly lost their trades. If you have to give up premium draft capital and pay a wide receiver in today's NFL, I just don't think that that's really worth it. And I don't, I don't think that, you know... If I had to list the top five wide receivers in the NFL, I don't think Debo makes it. Like, I mean, and that's not like a slide wow. against Debo. Well, I mean, here I'm like just off the top of my head, my five would be Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, and I don't know. That fifth is kind of a rotating flavor of the week, whoever's like really, really going off. But it, I don't know that it would be Debo for me. I think Tyreek has a better chance to be ahead of him. Um, so that's tough. And I didn't even include DeAndre Hopkins. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a lot of dudes, you know, there's a lot of really good wide receivers. And so I understand where Debo's coming from. I understand where San Francisco's coming from. I understand everything here, but, um, overall, I think what makes this messy and I don't want to like get to our other subject too soon, um, is the entire off season that the 49ers are having. Like that's what makes this look really ugly. It's, it sucks in on its own, but I think in a vacuum, uh, the the fans of the team Debo plays for, in this case, San Francisco, could understand what's happening. But the totality of it, of it all is what is overwhelming. 
So a couple of things there. First of all, I think you are shorting Debo Samuel as a wide receiver. He had over 1,400 yards last year on less than 80 catches. That has only happened 10 other times in the history of the NFL, and that's basically with a half year as really a wide receiver because the last 11 games of the season, he was primarily used as a running back. So I think you're sleeping on his ability just as a wide receiver. But I'm stunned that this is where we are with the 49ers because... Oh, I didn't even mention Stephon Diggs. Sorry, like, I'm just looking, like, I, I, it's, it's hard, man. Like, again, I don't mean to slight Debo, but, like, there are a lot of really good wide receivers. Yes, there are. Supposedly, Kyle Shanahan and Debo Samuel would meet Monday and Tuesday for hours to go over the game plan, talk about football, talk about life. There were points last year, I believe one came against the Cowboys in the play. I want to say it was the Cowboys. I think it was where Debo says to Kyle, give me the ball. And Kyle gives him the ball and he runs it right in the end zone. Like, so they went from that last season in the conference championship game to now that was the the wild card round back no but i know they eventually got to the conference championship now debo samuel is requesting a trade i don't think it's about usage i think that may be part of it but i don't think that hill is big enough for either side to die on because if debo really wanted to be compensated for being a running back you could put things in the contract right 500 grand for 20 carries a million dollar bonus for 40 you could figure that out right or I don't think Kyle Shanahan is so stubborn that he wants to use Debo as a running back so much that he's willing to lose him over the, gaining the ability to do that. So I don't think that that's the real sticking point. Right, especially when Kyle Shanahan is Mr. Like, I don't even care who my running back is. Like, just give me random dudes. You know what I mean? Kyle's like Raheem Mostert. Um, man, I always forget his name. Who was the rookie last year? Je- not Jeff Mitchell. Elijah um, Mitchell. Thank you. I don't know why I always think his name is Jeff, but – uh, yeah, I mean, like, it's just a, 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 you know, there are so many bodies. There's Trey Sermon still on the team. Like, you know, I, you're right. right. Like, it, it's it's a weird thing to think that Kyle is just like, you have to be a running back on my team. You're the new Ty Montgomery. Like, it just right. doesn't make sense. It's not that big of a hill. Like, Kyle Shanahan is a great offensive play caller. You really think that he, you know, he can't adjust to that? I find that hard to believe. The only reason Debo was used as a running back so much is because of the injuries they had there. I don't think that's it. I think money's a part of it. Now, it's possible Debo says, like, hey, I want $35 million a year. That's possible. Um, But I also saw something from Chris Sims this morning that makes me think that this could be part of it, which is that Debo doesn't want to live in California. I will say that does make a little bit of sense because he never spends— Whataburger's better than In-N-Out, too, by the way, just all clear. He never spends his off-seasons in California. The Niners, uh, Trey Lance, Brandon Ayuk, Jawan Jennings, they're working out with Trey Lance right now. Uh, Debo Samuel's not there. He stays in Florida. That's where he trains, and he always has. And don't forget, he didn't get to pick San Francisco as his team. He got drafted. So maybe there's some validity to that. And if that is the case, man, that should have been the reason first, right? Because doesn't that make the 49ers look so much better? There's nothing they can do about being in California. Instead, this looks terrible for the 49ers because it looks like they've alienated their best offensive skill player, or they're just stingy and they don't want to pay him. Like if the real reason is that he just doesn't want to live in California, somebody screwed up because that's the narrative that should have got out there first. Cause then nobody looks bad in that situation. So I agree. Uh, bear is barking, by the way, I was on mute. Uh, isn't, uh, I think a bear is on the state flag of California, right? Correct. Uh, there you go, bear. He, he proves so. 
Um, yes. Back to the review, by the way. Every show you've done this week on the SB Nation NFL show has featured a dog of some kind. Um, first that's it was true. Lemon, now it was Bear. So that's just like, you know, something that you have going on in your life here. <laughs> I think I think that's dumb. I don't think there's anywhere in the world that I would not live if the job and the compensation made sense. I used to feel this way. Like, I used to think, like, man, it would really suck to play, like, in Cincinnati or um, Buffalo if you don't like the weather or something like that. But, like, man, there's, like... They got targets everywhere. They got Chipotle's everywhere. Like no, I would be fine. Man. Like it, it's You're like crazy. It's so it's so silly. And like I know state income tax. Like at that level, with that level of money, it's I don't I don't view like that is not worth like but name a player the, in a sport that has moved because of where they are playing. Here's the thing, RJ. He can get the money that he's going to make from San Francisco from any of the other teams, pretty much. So it's not like well, if you play for the 49ers, you're going to make so much more money than anywhere else that you should just shut up and deal with living in California. Instead, he knows he's going to get similar money from the 49ers or, you know, throw your team in there. The Jets, the Packers, the Chiefs, whoever would make the trade. The money is going to come down to similar because the contract structure is pretty much there. We know the market for wide receivers, considering what the deals were that were made. So the, the contract is going to be the contract, regardless of what uniform he's putting on. The mail truck is here. So everybody is aware. Um, and bear let us all know that. I just think that's dumb. Like I, again, it's okay, fine. You like, he can live in Florida. Like, you know, like he doesn't have to live like, wh- like again, why the state, like you really think the state income tax is the driving force here? Why he's going to like, freak out like i don't maybe he's got family in florida and he doesn't want to live away from family whatever the reason he's been doing it this whole time you know what i mean everybody turns down jobs because of where they are especially you you don't even know wait till your son gets a little bit older location matters man what if you take a job you live pretty close to your parents right i do and i that's i believe this is like a possible factor i don't i like i'm not saying like oh there's zero percent chance that this is a real thing that's not my point i'm saying I think it is way less likely than that he doesn't like how he's being utilized. That maybe Kyle Shanahan wants to use him a little bit more. I don't think Kyle's willing to die on that hill. So that's like the the most logical answer for me isn't the usage thing, it, but that makes more sense than the the location thing, the geographical thing. The most logical thing is money. It's like what can I come? What what story can we sell so that we can get more money? What can we do to get more money? And part of that includes tying yourself to one particular team in the NFL that is located in a state with no state income tax. Uh, maybe it all goes into the stew, right? I think it's all part of it. Money's probably the biggest issue, but it could be like, hey, California has a high state income tax. I don't really want to live here. So pay me more money to compensate for that. Like, so there's jobs. That, that must be why Tom Brady didn't choose the 49ers. There, he did choose the 49ers. They didn't choose him. Uh, there's all jobs that we would turn down, right? Because of location. But at some point, the salary that they would offer you is just so above and beyond anything you expected at some point you'd be like okay we would move right like what is this what is the state you would least like to live in of all 50 uh probably either florida or texas you have got to be lying that has the that is honestly maybe your worst take of all time okay well i mean you asked my how can i be lying it's my opinion it's dumb it doesn't make sense it's a dumb opinion it's so dumb that you have to be lying you're lying to yourself why there's no state income tax. The weather is awesome. Like, I mean, it's warm. It's sunny. The reason I don't want to live there. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that's fine. But um, it makes sense. I was thinking like, like, 
Montana. Like, what's there to do in Montana? Like, you know, like I've seen Yellowstone. That's all it really has to offer. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, they Montana wouldn't be high on my list, but you said least. Yeah, I mean, like Montana, Idaho, Iowa, like I'm anything a, that's in in that cluster. You know, I'm an inside cat. I'm not an outdoors guy, so Montana, the biggest draw to Montana would not do anything for me. So, um, but I wrote something for Niners Nation this morning, RJ. What if San Francisco, because they don't want to, if they're, if they have to trade Debo Samuel, they don't want to trade him in the NFC, especially to a team like the Packers, who they know they're probably going to play this year in the playoffs. What if they call up Tennessee and they say, look, you got a disgruntled wide receiver. We have a disgruntled wide receiver. They're both represented by the same agent in Tory Dandy. Let's kill two birds with one stone. One for one trade straight up. Debo gets out of California. Samuel gets a uh, Sam, uh, AJ Brown gets a new contract. Everybody's happy, right? And then if you're the 49ers, that's kind of a soft landing. Like you save face a little bit. Like, yeah, we lost Debo, but here's AJ Brown. Like you could do a hell of a lot worse if you're trading Debo Samuel. That's a nice pipe dream. Was the, What was the wide receiver for wide receiver trade that they made with Kansas City? John Baldwin. Wasn't that another oh, AJ? For AJ Jenkins. Good God. So it, uh, but another AJ. Like, it would be another wide receiver for wide receiver trade for another AJ. That Hey. I mean, there's a slight difference between the two. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's there's precedent. It's all, you know, it's what matters here. Um, not happening, Stats. I think this ends with deep Because, like... Now you're like speculating on the situation for AJ in Tennessee. This ends most logically with Debo getting traded to the Jets because they were in on the Tyreek Hill sweepstakes. But if if usage is really part of it, uh, well, guess what? The Jets coaching staff is like 49ers East. The coaching staff most likely to use Debo like Kyle Shanahan is probably the Jets coaching staff. So if usage is really a part of it, Debo could say, I'm not signing an extension with the Jets. And then guess what? That deal ain't ain't happening. I'm here for the take, though, uh, of Debo going to the Jets. The the take becoming, well, Robert Sala was clearly like the best leader on the Niners staff because Debo would rather play for him (laughs) than Kyle Shanahan. Like, I I would love that energy. Like, I do think there's some of that, like, with Dan Quinn and Pete Carroll. Like, maybe Dan Quinn's a little bit more, like, likable on the surface than Pete Carroll. So, like, that exists in Seattle. Um, And now, like, with Dan Quinn having success in Dallas, it's perpetuated a little bit more. But I would love to see that happen. But, I mean... I, like, I know that the, who were the teams that were thrown out uh, by NFL Network? It was the Chiefs, the Packers, which is silly because it's like you've committed to this other path of, you know, building your wide receiver room. Just commit to that. The Lions, right, were mentioned and uh, and the Jets. So Debo, fine. Go to Detroit, dude. Enjoy. Uh, Miguel Cabrera will get 3,000 hits. That's the most exciting thing happening there right now. You think California is bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to cold winters in Detroit. <laughs> um. um but I don't, I mean, the A.J. Brown thing is a pipe dream. I'm sorry, Stats. I don't understand. Why is that such a pipe dream? A.J. Brown scrubbed his social media. What, like, yeah, how is that such like a thing to do? Like, I mean, I, like, I don't take that seriously. Okay, also, wait a A.J. Wait a AJ, minute, AJ, wait isn't, a A.J. isn't openly flirting with the idea of another team at the very Hold least. on. You say don't take social media seriously. Guess when Debo made his trade request to the 49ers? Right when he scrubbed his social media. So like that stuff matters, man. No, that- no, no. I'm not saying it doesn't matter. I'm saying that like just like it's so commonplace now, like the scrubbing of, of things that like that on its on its own is like an empty threat. You got to do more. You know what I mean? Like that's what I'm saying. Debo went farther. Debo liked the tweet connecting him to the Dallas Cowboys. AJ has yet to do that. So Debo is more dug in than AJ is right now. Maybe, but like 
clearly AJ is not happy. And if you're the if you're Tennessee, it's the same boat as the 49ers, right? Hey, we traded AJ Brown. That stinks. Guess what? We got Debo Samuel. But I just feel like it allows everybody to save face. And I think that that is a big part of this. Especially- I think that it is it is the path of least resistance to the Niners saving face. So you have convinced yourself that it's very possible and very likely when it's not. I don't. What is so unlikely about it? Is Tennessee going to refuse to do the deal? What, if they're refusing to do a deal with AJ Brown, why would they do a deal with Debo? Because like maybe, why, like maybe like AJ they, they, wants more money than Debo Samuel. Who knows? So the Niners are going to pay him more money than Debo? I don't know. Maybe That's what I'm saying. Like the problem, like, with, the, like, the problem so, with the 49ers reportedly isn't that they're not willing to spend money. So I, I don't think it's like a pipe dream. Maybe it doesn't happen, but I don't think it's like this wild scenario that I've concocted because of my Niner homerism. I don't think it's likely. I I mean, all of this though is so complicated, I think, like for to the like outside person by the Jimmy Garoppolo situation, the presence of Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, why? Like what like the the Niners <laughs> feel like like no, but let's it's like get your house in order. Like the Titans at the very least have that going on. Like we know what the situation is there with them. They had a brief flirtation with Aaron Rodgers, which is totally understandable because he's Aaron Rodgers, but like Again, I don't understand anything that the Niners like. I can't find a direction for them, which is why I can't make AJ Brown make sense because I don't know what they want to make sense. Well, okay, so that dovetails into the larger point that we're going to get into because you said to me at the time yesterday, and I totally agreed that I think the 49ers are having an absolute dumpster fire of an offseason. And I said this on our emergency podcast for Niners Nation yesterday. The Niners had four big things to do this offseason and these are in no particular order but here's what they were one dump jimmy garoppolo two resign debo samuel three resign nick bosa four bolster the roster load up to support trey lance while he's on his rookie contract and guess what the 49ers have done none of those things they are oh for four in a time when the NFC as a conference is as weak as we have ever seen it. And instead the 49ers have chosen to cut off their nose to spite their face. And they're going to pay for it in 2022. I know that the like Niner Kool-Aid drinker take here um, has been, Oh, y'all are freaking out. The Niners like to get deals done late around training camp. Um, I know your Niners nation co-host Levin uh, tweeted out the dates of different deals that have been done, like for uh, George Kittle and I forget all the other players, but um, they were all like in March and February and things like that. Uh, so um, I, again, like I can understand in vacuums why the Debo deal is not done. Maybe he just wants a lot of money. Why the Nick Bosa deal is not done. Maybe he just wants a lot of money. It, that's that's not an easy thing to pull off. Again, it's it's easy to sit here and say like, pay them all the money, whatever, blah, blah. Um but you need to like that would be and, and doing doing those two things would be part of your fourth thing. I know that they weren't like a, a ranking for you or like an order, but they would be part of bolstering the roster. You have San Francisco, the most enviable position that any NFL team wants to be in. You yep. have the quarterback on their rookie contract. And what I hated, 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 hated stats that the Dallas Cowboys did with Tony Romo, whose birthday is actually today, incidentally, hey. is they not 
Well, so, I mean, and that was different. I actually give them less flack than I give the Niners here because they kind of stumbled into Dak, right? Like, it wasn't the plan. Like, Romo got hurt. Dak was this thing. And then they just kind of act or had to act. And so they cut Tony Romo in the spring of 2017, and they designated him a post-June 1st cap hit. And that pissed me off so much because it was like, why are you damaging two years of your salary cap? Just eat it all right now so that you can load up next year, which would have been 2018 at the time, with Dak Prescott on this pennies-level rookie contract, and they didn't do that. Incidentally, a different Eastern Illinois quarterback here in Jimmy Garoppolo is is like hindering his team <laughs> in the same way. I just don't. I don't. I don't know why. I. I, I mean, th- what makes it so much worse is the Niners. Like they didn't. They didn't only make this bed. They like put it on their registry when they got married. You know what I mean? Like they wanted this bed, this mattress, these sheets, this comforter. They you know set everything up the way they wanted it to be, and and they're just like dragging their feet i don't know of another nfl team that has handled their first round you know rookie not even first round but just rookie quarterback in this way in and not even the new cba era because we got a new one two years ago but like since 2011 no team that is, is drafted or found a young quarterback has dragged their feet as much as the 49ers have here it is it is actually dumb it, they are having the worst offseason in the nfl from the second the 49ers drafted Trey Lance, they have chosen violence at every single opportunity. From not getting Jimmy Garoppolo to then trying to plug Trey Lance in at the beginning of the season, and then the veterans going to Kyle Shanahan and telling him, stop doing that, you're undermining Jimmy Garoppolo, then pulling Lance off the field, essentially stunting a year of his development. Now this offseason, getting totally played by Jimmy Garoppolo when you are about to trade him and then finding out he's having surgery that tanks his trade value. Now alienating Debo Samuel. It is unbelievable Time and time and time again, they have done the wrong thing, and it's a disaster. And and, if- and, and they don't like so like this team is on my list. I have a, a list of five. I know we're not going to like dive super deep into them because we don't have the time for that. But the Dallas Cowboys are on my list at the yes. very, very, very least. At the very least, the Cowboys have draft capital to work with. It's not premium draft capital, but they have a first round pick, they have a second round pick, whatever. They have normal standard draft capital. And every Cowboys fan, those Kool Aid drinkers are saying, hey, quit freaking out about free agency. Just wait till the draft. They always draft for the well. The Niners don't even have that. They don't even have that avenue to, to use, like, in a legitimate sense because of everything they gave up to trade up for Trey Lance. Well, they, they have draft picks. They don't have a first round pick, but they do yeah, have but that, nine picks, I believe. Still, though, that means nothing. Like, they don't have a first-round pick. That's your way to get a bona fide starter right now to help you out. So they didn't participate heavily in free agency. They don't have a first-round pick. There is no new impact player joining the roster this season. And that's the shame because that's exactly what you should be able to add when you're supposed to unload a quarterback that's making $26 million. That's what you can do. And all these people that sit around and say that Jimmy Garoppolo's contract didn't affect what they did in free agency, it's absurd. It's a salary cap league, and you could potentially have $26 million extra dollars. Go ask every other team in the NFL, do you like an extra $26 million bucks? You think any of them are going to say no? Hell well, no. no. It's you know, absurd. It's- it's already difficult to get people to play for the 49ers because living in California is apparently so terrible. So when you have $26 million less to work with, you're making it all the more difficult for yourself. Um, so, yeah, the Niners, I think far and away – again, it is – if you are ruining your own quarterback situation, just because of that, you are having the worst offseason in the NFL. That's what the Niners are doing. When you factor in the Debo thing, the fact that Nick Bosa doesn't have a deal, like, that sucks, but, like, that can be resolved. Obviously, a deal can just be yeah. struck or they could tag him. Like, again, it's not the end of the world. But, I mean, 
yeah, the Jimmy thing again, like, and like, you know, at least Romo. And again, I'm not trying to like defend the Cowboys here by any means, but he was this like franchise legend and icon and, you know, older and had given so much and sacrificed and everything like that. Like, so there was this kind of reason to, you know, you know, to, to just, you know, acquiesce to him, make it a soft landing for the end of his career. Like, what is Jimmy? Like, he sucks. Like, like the, the reason the Niners <laughs> don't have a six Lombardi trophy is because of him. Like he sucks and i hate to say that i know there are niners fans who stand for him but man i also think stats um just to highlight how bad this offseason is for the niners i told you this when the debo news popped up we talk so much about windows and things like that the niners best chance for a window in your adult life or their best opportunity to win a super bowl was last year in your adult life and i don't know when it will get that good again if jaquiski tart pronounce this correctly right Jaquaski. Jaquaski, thank you very much if he does not drop that interception the 49ers win the super bowl like that they they win the super bowl if that happens they there's no way they lose to the Bengals. they win the super bowl like that is a moment you think the i always forget his name too kyle williams who who had the punt kyle i know he's boy what a great day this is for me <laughs> you think that that is like the biggest haunting memory of your life. I think I, I don't know that they beat the uh, you know the Patriots in the Super Bowl. I don't know if the 2011 Niners do, but the Niners of last year definitely won the Super Bowl. I mean, they absolutely do, and that makes the Jimmy stuff and everything worth it. Even if Debo gets traded or whatever, it's all worth it because you got your chip. But yep. like, but that that tart dropped interception. I think when we look back on it in 20, 30 years, is the most like what if moment in San Francisco 49ers history. I don't know about that. There was a lot of time left in that fourth quarter, and they have a quarterback that loves to give the ball right back. Yeah, but back Sean McVay would have. Sean, Sean McVay would have been a coward about it. Like you know, maybe. Uh, Definitely. Don't forget, they were also on the six-yard line in the Super Bowl against the Ravens in 2012, and had four chances to score and didn't do it. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL Show wherever you get your podcasts.